Welcome to the Foundation's Report. When I was back in college, we had to take several classes that were marked with ones, twos, and threes. We understood these as first year, second year, and third year for whatever class title that number followed. We were not allowed to take a higher numbered class until we finished and passed the lower numbered class. The lower numbered class was considered a prerequisite. The thought behind prerequisite classes was that the first one prepared you to take the second one and beyond. Sometimes you needed basic math before taking algebra or trigonometry. Sometimes basic science before you could engage in chemistry or physics. Surprisingly enough, Jesus also had prerequisites in the Bible. Where can we find that, you may ask? In Luke 24:49, Jesus was addressing his disciples about carrying forth his message and spreading the gospel. He told them, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Again, we see this instruction and the meaning behind this in Acts 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. As we read through the book of Acts, we discover that the disciples literally turned the world upside down with the spread of Christianity which was to follow. The only thing is that they needed to take the course titled Upper Room 101. What happened in Upper Room 101? There were 120 gathered in the Upper Room, and there they were with one accord and in one place. The Bible says, It was a giant prayer meeting that lasted around ten days. As they were praying, the Bible says that a mighty rushing wind blew through the place, and cloven tongues as of fire appeared on each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. Now, there were people there from every nation under heaven, and they heard those filled with the Spirit speak in their own languages the wonderful things of the Lord. Some passed by and thought they were all drunk, which gave Peter the opportunity to preach the very first sermon of the early church, which brought in about 3,000 converts. Jesus didn't want them to start preaching the gospel or even handing a tract out before they were filled with the Spirit. Yet today we have many that disregard the infilling of the Holy Spirit standing behind our pulpits preaching, and the world continues to slide downward and downward. We have denominations that say they are Spirit-filled, Yet if you attend their meetings, one wonders where the Spirit has gone. Maybe he moved down the street. Are we Spirit-filled in name only? 
Or do we actually understand the empowerment Jesus was giving us to bring forth this gospel and turn the world upside down? There are even some so-called theologians that want to reason away this infilling of the Holy Spirit and say it was for another time, but not for today. Taking that infilling away from a Christian is like robbing a soldier of their gun. As a Christian, have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? If not, you are like a car without gasoline or an electric motor without electricity. If you are going to a church that reasons away the infilling of the Holy Spirit and you are living a powerless Christian life, might be a good idea to find a real spirit-filled church and get under the spout where the glory is coming out. The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page and on the Foundations channel on YouTube and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.